We're sitting on the most perfect beach in the world, and all we can think about is where. Where can I hook up my quantum? Digital pen part at work. Yeah, you apparently didn't put one of the new cover sheets on your TPS report. Who should we send it to first? Just a couple of people. The question is, who are they going to send it to? This podcast is brought to you by Search Engine Journal, and you're listening to Marketing Nerds. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Marketing Nerds. My name is Kelsey Jones. I'm the executive editor at Search Engine Journal, and I'm joined here today by the infamous Larry Kim. He is the CTO and founder of WordStream, and he actually has been contributing to Search Engine Journal since 2010. It was his first um, place to guest blog. So, Larry, welcome and glad to have you. Hey, thanks for having me, Kelsey, and uh, uh, it's great to be here. Awesome. So I know today you wanted to talk about customer match, which is something you and I talked about at PubCon a little bit when we did that SEJ um, private event. And so I thought it was really interesting. I'm not too much on the PPC side of things anymore. I don't really have any PPC clients. So it's always cool to hear about the new stuff that's going on. So um, before we get into the questions that I wanted to ask you, can you kind of explain what customer match is? Sure. Uh, it's, a, it's a fantastic new targeting option uh, in AdWords. So what's so interesting about this is that you can target individuals like Kelsey or Larry with ads. Uh, so you need to just take a step back to understand how, uh, how crazy this is in terms of like being a game changer. Um, in search advertising, so PPC advertising, search on, on Google, for example, Google AdWords, uh, you're buying keywords, but we have no idea who is actually searching behind those keywords. We don't know the identity of the person, uh, mm-hmm. whether it's Larry or Kelsey doing that search. Uh, similarly, uh, when you're doing retargeting, which is another form of popular PPC advertising, display, display ad remarketing, um, you're, you're targeting people who have uh, visited your website, but again, you don't know whether or not it's Kelsey or Larry. It's some anonymous person who visited your site. And so what Customer Match does is it says, like, wait a minute, like, you know, your best business comes from, you know, people, uh, you know, who, who you know, you know, uh, everyone knows that. And so uh, you can... Uh, you know, upload emails, uh, you know, and, and, and IDs for specific people that you're interested in. Uh, and Google, because a lot of times when you're, you're just surfing the internet, you'll, you'll have logged into YouTube or logged into Google Plus or logged into Gmail so, so, or Google Drive. It, it, it'll, it'll know that it's you surfing. And so uh, what it can do is then uh, it'll, it'll match uh, a vendor's ads according to you know the person who's actually logged into the computer or or, or the mobile phone and and so uh, that that that's really interesting because now you can you know because um, there's certainty over who you're who you're targeting uh, like oh this is Kelsey we can we can give very very specific uh, ad copy like you know maybe you checked out a certain you know clothing or something but didn't buy the thing last last week well then I can come up with a very uh, specific ad copies that speaks to your specific state within my buying funnel. Do you, do you see what I mean? Yeah. Um, so uh, overall, it's it's quite a game changer. Um, it's it's not it's not new to the industry. Facebook and Twitter have had um, you know email based targeting of, of ads on social media for for uh, over a year now, uh, but uh, this is the first time you know where it's kind of like you know Google under pressure from from these other. Social ads companies is, is um, kind of being reactive and 
you know, saying, okay, we can, we also can do ad targeting using emails. So I think I think it's very profound. Yeah, it, it, it would be so cool because I think the more targeted an ad is to me, the more likely I'm going to pay attention to it. So it's definitely a good thing and I think has a lot of potential. Absolutely. Um, so that was one thing. I know you touched on Twitter and Facebook and how they had been doing that for a year, a little over a year already. Um, I know that WordStream did a study on customer match when it came out. So you compared you know, the AdWords feature in their system to Twitter and Facebook, how did that study um, kind of fare? How, what were the results? Sure. So the, the whole idea behind customer matching or, or as Facebook calls it, uh, custom audiences, or as Twitter calls it, tailored audiences, it's, it's basically the same concept of, of marketing ads to specific people. Uh, the, the thing, for, in order for this to work, the platform, either Twitter, Google Plus, or sorry, Twitter, Google, or Facebook, they need to be able to match uh, like emails with the users uh, on their platforms. And so that's called the match rate. Uh, and so I was very curious to see, you know, if, if how Google compared in terms of their match rate. Like, say, if you have 100 people, uh, how many of them, like 100 emails randomly, how many of them will actually correspond to Facebook accounts or Google accounts or Twitter accounts? And so, you know, I uploaded, you know, 357,000 emails to, to Google and, and got, you know, around a 51% match rate, you know, and, and I did the same list of emails, uploaded them to Facebook. Uh, Facebook was able to match on uh, just around 50% of them. Uh, so it was like essentially a tie within within 1% of mm-hmm. each other. Uh, and and uh, the real loser was, was Twitter, which uh, unfortunately, as much as I love Twitter, <laughs> I think is, is kind of a basket case in terms of advertising. And um, you know, they were only able to match on like 10% of these people. Uh, wow. And so obviously, well, obviously if you, if you could only, you know, um, you know, pick one place to do this type of advertising, I would pick either Google or Facebook because they have such a high match rate of, of approximately 50% each. Google edged out Facebook, although I wouldn't say that it was like, um, you know, a landslide or anything like that. It was, it was, you know, within, within a too close to call kind of range. Uh, but, but uh, you know, those seem to be the best venues for identity-based marketing. Yeah, and that was another question I was going to ask you. Um, when does it make more sense? I know you said Twitter kind of don't mess with it, so I won't ask you about that. But when does it make sense to use Facebook over um, customer match in Google? Oh, well, they're completely different uh, in terms of the um, the modality of, of the the person seeing the ads. So, um, you know, Google customer match on AdWords uh, is you're still targeting people searching for keywords. Uh, it's just that you know you can target specific people at the time for uh, specific keywords. Uh, so, like, you know, two things have to happen. One, uh, Larry or Kelsey needs to search uh, on Google for, mm-hmm. for a certain keyword, uh, and, and then I'll, I'll show them this specific ad that's relevant to them. Um, you know, so that's um, that's like traditional, you know, high commercial intent keywords, like where someone is, you know, specifically looking for something uh, and just doesn't know, you know, where to get it from. Um, uh, the uh, Facebook ads—it's it, going to be just your newsfeed ads—and and think about your own Facebook usage. It, it's going to be a little bit more casual, uh, you know, just you know, FYI kind of stuff. Uh, you know, so it's not as intense in terms of the commercial intent. 
behind the person viewing the ads, but uh, nevertheless, there's still good ROI because the cost per clicks are much cheaper on Facebook. Got it. Okay, that makes sense. Well, that's exciting to know that um, Twitter and, or sorry, Facebook and Google AdWords kind of have the same match level. But you know, again, like you said, it depends on how you're using the campaign and when you want to target someone in the purchasing process. Yeah, absolutely. I think uh, it opens up a lot of interesting uh, marketing use cases for pay-per-click marketing, uh, where marketers have more traditionally leveraged email marketing. So like it's, it's, you know, inviting people to webinars or, uh, you know, reminding people about specific sales, like the, the types of things that you would typically do in email marketing. Um, it's, it's now very, very easy to do on, on Facebook or Google. Yeah, it sounds like it. Are the ad formats the same as your regular ads in AdWords or do they have any additional features since you are targeting people you already have the email addresses for? Um, so both in Facebook and, and Google, um, the, the customer matching or the custom audiences, uh, same feature, just different name, uh, they, uh, it's merely a targeting uh, parameter. So it's, it's uh, the same ad formats, it's just targeted uh, using emails rather than keywords or likes and interests. Got it, okay. Um, so another thing I wanted to kind of ask you, because I know our audience likes listening to these podcasts to get takeaways for their own businesses and clients. So um, what are some ways that you've seen people use customer match or do you have any you know, suggestions or examples of specifics on how um, businesses could use customer match? So first of all, the, the technology is only about a month old. Uh, so we're always learning new ways of how to use this thing. Um, but yes, we have a, a couple hundred customers using this technology, and um, generally there are two use use cases uh, that people use. Like so, we're talking Google here. Uh, uh, how people would use Google Customer Match. Uh, the first has to do with targeting people according to where they are in the funnel. So. Okay. Uh, you know, think about uh, your marketing automation segmentations where you might have like, you know, oh, this person took a trial or this person read the white paper or this person, um, I don't know, is just a, a new, just downloaded the white paper but didn't, didn't take the next action or, or this person actually did the trial. Like, depending on where you are in that buying funnel, um, what you could do is armed with that knowledge, you could segment your email list and drive people from one stage of the funnel uh, to, to the next stage of the funnel. You, you see what I'm saying? Using, yeah. using very, very targeted creative. Um, so that's uh, one major categorization of how, how people use customer match. And that's, you have to understand that wouldn't be possible to do using just traditional uh, you know, search ads uh, because uh, you, you don't really know who that person is. Uh, you follow? Yeah, so I'm thinking, you know, an example I did that just popped in my head. So SEJ Summit, which was our conference series this year that you spoke at in New York, you know, that this would be useful for us because then when we do events next year, we could use um, this new targeting feature to target people that we have on our mailing list who signed up to go to the events. Uh, absolutely. I, I mean, I, I personally do that for... For all of the events that I speak at, I even promoted like my appearance at the SEJ Summit in New York using exactly that 
that methodology. Uh, this it's, I used uh, Facebook actually, uh, so I uploaded. Um, you know, Wordstream has 400,000 emails of, of 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 users all around the world. So what I do is I upload that huge list, and then I do some segmentation on it in Facebook. So. Uh, I'll have the Facebook tool say like, okay, how many of these emails belong to registered users of Facebook who who live in um, in the New York area? And of those, you know, so so you get like I don't know five percent of them or something. And then of the, those people, I said like, well, how many of them have interests in in, in like pay-per-click advertising or AdWords? You know, like so so I can narrow the filters. Uh, on these emails, so like, so I'm going after specific people who are familiar with my brand, who live in a certain geographic targeting area, who have certain interests and behaviors that are aligned with the content that I'm promoting, and you know, for a spend of fifty to a hundred dollars, uh, you can drive hundreds and hundreds of of uh, interested visitors to to, to the content, uh, you know, and, and um, you know it's kind of harder to track the return on investment because it's just like a free event, uh, but, but uh, you know it, it's definitely a very economical way of of, of going after these people. Yeah, it sounds like it. Since you already know they were interested in. Um, you know, maybe conferences you've spoken at in the past. You know, you mentioned um, you only spend, you know, low amounts like 50 or $100. Have you found that when you use the customer match targeting, is the cost per click lower or and is the CTR higher? Oh, so in terms of the campaign costs, uh, it, it, it varies. Um, so it kind of depends on... You know, it actually varies wildly, oh, okay. depending on uh, on um, what you're what you're promoting and how how good the targeting is and and, and how interesting the thing that you're promoting is. Uh, so you know, in in both Facebook and Google ads, um, the the you know the cost per click is inversely proportional to the click-through rate. Uh, so if if something is very very interesting uh, to to most of the people who are seeing it, then then you'll pay very little. Uh, and, and if it's very boring to people, then you'll pay like an arm and a leg. And so if, if you nail the targeting using uh, the, this customer match, and, uh, then uh, as is like it's easier to do, uh, then, then yes, you will definitely find uh, lower cost per clicks uh, than, than uh, just generic targeting, uh, you know, using keywords or remarketing. Um, so that's that's definitely the case uh, in terms of like that. So that's just cost per click, as you know, Kelsey. It's not just about you know buying clicks. Like you know, that, that's kind of like a 1990s strategy. Like these days, yeah, they, wanna, yeah. they want they want they want if you're paying for these things, they want to see uh, you know dollars and yeah, ROI and all the revenue. Yeah. So so what we find is that um, you know uh, the uh, so remarketing. So that would be going after people who visited your site recently. Uh, and, and then there's lists, uh, so customer match. That's going after people who've coughed up their emails. Okay, mm-hmm. so the remarketing is actually cheaper than uh, lists in terms of cost per click. Okay, oh, okay. so that makes that makes sense because remarketing that's like people who visited your site in the last 30 days so it's kind of up you know top of mind it was something that you did recently whereas like these lists you know your search engine journalist of you know 30,000 people or whatever that could go back for like two three four years right so so, um, but when when we tracked it all the way to like um, the purchase, uh, we found that even though that the lists were more expensive, the customer lists were were had a higher cost per click. They also uh, saw higher order values in terms of like their their the amount of revenue generated from lists was greater than remarketing because 
um, they're familiar with your brand. Like these are people who have worked with you as a customer or prospect in the past. So, you know, it's it's very interesting um, data, uh, just kind of proving that uh, your 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 best business or it's kind of the low hanging fruit are your your current existing prospects and clients. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's something that a lot of companies sometimes put on the back burner because they're always in the quest on a quest for new customers, but instead they should maybe focus more on the customers they already have to keep generating more sales from people who've already made a, made a purchase from them. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, sports where you have, you know, offense and defense. Like you still, you know, you have to protect the base, but also, you know, so that would be like defense and then grow grow the base. That's offense. And generally you need some kind of a you know, strategy for both. Uh, and, and so, so you know, this is, uh, but, you know, if you only had $100 to spend, like if you were a tiny, tiny startup or something like this, you know, uh, then probably you were, you'd be best allocating it to the easiest uh, wins. You know what I mean? Yes, that makes sense. Um, I know a couple questions back you were talking about when we were talking about uh, targeting for SEJ Summit, and you mentioned location, which makes sense, obviously, since it's a conference in a specific city. But what are some other um, attributes? I know that this kind of gets into psychographic targeting um, that you think pair well with customer match. Does it just depend on the company, or are there other specific interests or demographics that you think pair well with the customer match targeting? You should absolutely be pairing uh, customer match with uh, additional targeting options. It's like, you know, just because someone's on your email list doesn't mean that they're a good prospect. Like maybe 1% yeah. of the people on your email list are going to be the, the best buyers. You know what I mean? Like you have to know who your target buyer is. Uh, and so particularly on, on Facebook, uh, more so than Google, uh, Facebook offers Facebook and Twitter offers um, the ability to segment, like to to um, narrow lists of emails. Uh, you can overlay additional uh, uh, kind of targeting options. So they they fall into three categories. The first is demographics. So that's everything about you. So your age, your gender, your occupation, your job title, like you know your parental status demographics. Uh, there's behaviors, so that's uh, what what you do outside of Facebook or Twitter in terms of like, do you purchase? Uh, you know, I purchase a lot of diapers because I have a I have a kid. You know, yeah, I, I, a cute <laughs> like, kid. <laughs> so so they they they're able to because Facebook has my my email address and my phone number. They're able to partner with like credit card companies and Target to figure out like what am I buying, and you can target people who are buying kind of complementary products. Uh, you know, like does he own a boat or not, or does he? You know, if if you're selling anchors, will that <laughs> That would make sense, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, and, and the third area has to do with uh, likes and interests. So that's just like, is he posting about uh, babies, or, or you know, does he like a particular brands, uh, as well as uh, browsing history? So, um, uh, Kelsey, I don't know if you know this, but um, you know those those like and, sh and and tweet buttons. They're kind of like little mm -hmm. spy buttons. They they phone home. Uh, to Facebook and, and Twitter, like where you've been on the internet, uh, and the reason is, if, you know, because most sites have those those kind of share buttons, and so it'll it'll kind of have a information on what what you've been browsing recently, uh, and 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 that can be used in in the targeting. So so if you 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 combine the fact that a 
the person uh, was on your list to begin with, and then overlay demographics, uh, behaviors, and interests uh, on top of that, then you have a very, very narrow net that you've, you've casting here. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you spend, you know, $100 or something like that, I think you would, you would find that that has a lot of leverage. Yeah, I think when it comes to advertising, the more specific, the better. And so narrowing it down with those other attributes would definitely make for a more specific campaign. Yeah, absolutely. That's the biggest difference between paid and organic, Kelsey. It's in paid, you have to pay for these dumb clicks, right? So you're yeah. not trying to, you, you know, in, in organic, you, you, you just, there's no penalty for, for going big with like a sensational headline that's like clickbaity and everything like that. Mm-hmm. But like in, in, in paid, you have to pay for the stuff. So you want to be very picky with the, with the targeting options. Yes, good advice. Well, we're about at the end of our time. And so I kind of wanted to ask you a question that is a little is still a little bit related to customer match but kind of more as to AdWords as a as a whole are there any other features or benefits um, in AdWords specifically that you think companies are underutilizing uh, the two other most underutilized AdWords features I believe are Gmail ads and YouTube ads all right okay. so uh, YouTube ads are the the clips that play ahead of videos, or or even during and after videos. Um, I'm sure you've seen those. Yeah. Uh, and um, you know you can target those using customer match. Uh, so, uh, Kelsey, I can interrupt your video with with uh, some some you know <laughs> some video from Wordstream about blah 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 like uh, something that I'm interested in telling you about. Uh, and and the interesting thing about that is that people spend so many on YouTube a week. So that's a, a good place to, to get people in their downtime. Uh, and the same goes for, for Gmail. So I can target uh, emails to people uh, based on their email. It's like being able to send emails without having to send the email. It's, it's magic. Uh, I can target a- a Gmail ads by, by email and um, yeah, that's, I don't have to worry about unsubscribes. I don't have to worry about all the, you know, all those annoying things. Uh, and and uh, I, think, I think it's very effective stuff. Yeah, definitely something to think about. I mean, there's tons of options when it comes to uh, PPC and social ads for sure. Awesome. So, uh, so thanks. Yeah, Larry, thanks so much for joining me again. Uh, this was Larry Kim, founder and CTO of WordStream and SCJ contributor, and Kelsey Jones, executive editor. Thanks for joining us. This Marketing Nerds podcast has been brought to you by Search Engine Journal. For more news, interviews, and how-to guides from marketing experts from around the world, visit us at searchenginejournal.com.